You're listening to The Caregiver's Corner, your trusted source for advice and insight for navigating the journey of aging and caregiving. Our podcast focuses on many of the questions, concerns, trends, and struggles older adults and caregivers face each day. Enjoy and learn from various contributors and guests with topics such as dementia, caregiving, end-of-life decisions, aging resources, and more. Thanks for tuning in, and here's your host, Matt Gallardo. Hello, it's me once again, Matthew Gallardo. Thanks for listening to the Caregiver's Corner podcast on SoundCloud. Make sure you hit subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or on Spotify. Just search the keywords Messiah Lifeways or the Caregiver's Corner. Benjamin Franklin coined the phrase, nothing is certain except death and taxes. And ironically, these two certainties are observed here in the United States on consecutive days in April as a reminder of their permanency. As we all know, April 15th is tax day. However, because of COVID-19, it has been extended to May 17th this year. So there you go, another thing COVID-19 has upended. But for the sake of my point, normally taxes are due on April 15th, and then April 16th is the little-known National Healthcare Decisions Day. Now, the 16th isn't really necessarily about death, but it is a reminder of our own mortality and in some cases our directive to prevent death or to let it happen naturally. Healthcare decisions or directives can come in many different forms, like living wills and advanced directives or DNRs or do not resuscitate orders in a hospital, or durable medical powers of attorney. Now, essentially, they give healthcare providers and our loved ones the instructions or the guidance on the type of medical care we want if we're unable to communicate our wishes directly. So real quick, I'm going to review some of these documents. First, a living will or an advanced directive. These are written legal instructions explaining whether or not you want to be on life-sustaining measures and your preferences for medical care if you are unable to make decisions for yourself, such as whether or not you want CPR or tube feeding and or mechanical respiration. Advanced directives guide choices for the doctors and your caregivers if you're terminally ill, seriously injured, in a coma, in the late stages of dementia, or near the end of life. A few other details about living wills. Well, in most states, including here in Pennsylvania, living wills do not require to be notarized. You just need witnesses to sign the document. Also, you can often download a template online or obtain a blank copy from a medical provider. And finally, although legally binding, these can be overridden. Next, we have a POLST, and POLST stands for Physician Order for Life-Sustaining Treatment. This is a medical order that provides specific medical treatments that you want during a medical emergency. Now, POLST and an advanced directive are different documents. They actually work together or in unison. Having a POLST is a great idea, but POLST forms are most appropriate for individuals that already have a serious illness or health issue or advanced frailty near the end of life. It gives more detail on specific aspects of treatment and is an attempt to be a more universal directive used from state to state. 
Next, we have power of attorneys, which is a legal document you can use to appoint someone to make decisions on your behalf, again, if you become incapacitated or found incompetent of making your own decisions. A POA must be drawn up while mentally competent and typically must be notarized and witnessed. There are two main types of powers of attorney. First is financial, which gives a person or agent of your choice the authority to manage your financial affairs, again, if you become incapacitated. Medical power of attorney or healthcare proxy gives the person of your choice the authority to make medical decisions for you should you be unable to do so. Now, some of the details and designations differ from state to state, so please keep that in mind. Now, realistically, once an individual turns 18, they can draft an advanced directive or some of these other forms. Earlier exceptions include high school graduates and those that have married. But for most, it's something that they put off for decades. And for some, it's something they never do. Pennsylvania does not mandate that you have these documents. But for your peace of mind and your loved ones at your side, having these directives in place are crucial and will spare your spouse or your children from having to make extremely difficult and emotional medical decisions on your behalf. I know this is a morbid subject and people don't want to think about death and dying, so most don't. However, it's a subject that must be dealt with by all. Unfortunately, there's no escaping it. Other than not waiting to face reality or not wanting to face reality and one's own mortality, why do people choose not to create these directives? Well, let's look at some popular myths versus the reality. Myth number one, once I create a living will or give family member a family member health care power of attorney, I no longer have a say in my care or cannot change my mind. That's false. The reality is a living will only takes effect when the health care provider has it and you are deemed incompetent or lacking the capability to make a decision as determined by a physician. Also, a health care power of attorney doesn't take effect until the same conclusion is met. Therefore, you still have control as long as you can communicate it. You can also change your mind and amend those decisions as well. Myth number two, it costs too much money or it's too much of a hassle to create these documents. The reality, many living wills and power of attorney documents are drawn up by attorneys and a cost may be involved, and for more comprehensive or complex situations, this might be unavoidable. But aren't you worth it? It's best to consult with an attorney and gain peace of mind, although it may not be necessary. There are a lot of documents available online that can be downloaded for free or at a much lower cost. You can also ask your doctor's office, hospital, or care facility for a free copy of an of advanced directive or living will. Living wills do not need notarized, but just need to be signed by two witnesses. Finally, this process should not be considered a hassle. It is your life and your well-being at stake. Myth number three. My family knows what heroic measures I want. They can decide for me. Reality, don't be so sure about this. Many times they don't know what your specific wishes are. Telling a family member, oh, just don't put me on a ventilator, that just doesn't give enough direction because that's just one of many life-saving measures they may have to decide on. Worse yet, 
You may have family members arguing about what they each think mom really, really wanted. This can get ugly. Online, WebMD shares a few things to think about as you're considering some of these documents. Do you want all pain relief options available? Even if they may have side effects of unintentionally hastening your death? Which life-sustaining options, such as tube feeding, mechanical ventilation, CPR, and antibiotics, do you want? And which would you not want? How long would you want these options to be continued if your condition is not improving? Would you want artificial life support removed if you're found to be irreversibly brain dead? Or do you prefer that your life be sustained until your heart stops on its own? What are your feelings about organ donation? Lastly, how do you want your body to be disposed of after death? Burial? Cremation? Medical research? Which funeral home or other organization do you want to handle the arrangements? Again, these are a lot of choices to leave up to someone else to make for you. So having all or at least some of these documents and pre-planning done is smart and so helpful for your loved ones. Lastly, this excuse is not as much a myth, but rather irrational fear or aversion to the realities of your own mortality. I give a presentation in, entitled Touchy Topics and the Value of Being Proactive, and I flash a PowerPoint slide that lists the main causes of death in the United States pulled from various websites. The slide ranks these causes of deaths. The top three are heart disease, cancer, and now, unfortunately, COVID-19. The list goes on and on. But you know what is not on that list? You guessed it. Death is not caused by planning a funeral or filling out a living will or being proactive with your health decisions. So, as April 16th approaches, I strongly urge you to take the time to create these very important documents for yourself and for your loved ones. It's a good idea to consult an attorney and definitely review these measures with your doctor so you fully understand what antibiotics can do for you, blood products or surgery can do for you in a life or death situation. Once they're complete, make multiple copies for your physician and your loved ones. Also, make sure the originals are easily accessible. Now for more information and to access downloadable living wills or advanced directives or healthcare power of attorney, check out some of the following websites. The National Healthcare Decisions Day website, Caring Connections, Pennsylvania Advanced Directive, Medicare.gov. I'll have all of these on the show notes with hyperlinks directly to these sites. Now for the most comprehensive and crucial decision making, I would again recommend consulting a physician, or excuse me, an attorney, particularly an elder care attorney. I would also add, uh, I will also add some websites to the show notes with other direct links uh, to places like LegalZoom and FuneralWise.com. Well, I hope you found today's podcast helpful. And again, when the 16th rolls around, you will consider the choices you need to make. And if you're ahead of the curve and some or all of these documents are already done for you, Use that time to review or update your current directive and documents. You owe it to yourself and to your loved ones. Thanks once again for tuning in, and until next time, take care and be safe. 
you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to subscribe to The Caregiver's Corner and never miss an episode. Or if you have an idea or a topic you'd like us to cover, please contact us at area code 717-591-7225. Thanks again for listening.